Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929ESPN. Dennis Fuller's producing the program for us. We're glad that he's with us. Sitting across from me is the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist. The lead sports columnist in the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee. Barely. Tied for eighth, best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter, at MGNato. Mark, good day, sir. Another weekend of sports. Another Taylor Swift appearance, apparently. Who could have imagined that? Day five of my obsession. Are you not getting worn out? No, no. Now that she's going to the Jets game? No, second win, baby. New York, under the bright lights. Kansas City Jets, Sunday night, Taylor Swift. Well, will she? Here's the question. Apparently, Fox was denied when they asked if they could play her music during the game mm. the other day. Swift's, you know, they basically they didn't give permission no, to do the, it. You, you know how they've painted her to be a hero mm-hmm. for the Taylor's versions? Mm-hmm. That was all business move. They yeah. offered the they offered the catalog to her dad, and her dad's like, no. Then Scooter Braun bought it, and now they're screwing out like a bunch of producers out of money and stuff. So, yeah, no, they're they're all heroes. I don't know about any of that. All I know. They used to rip concert videos off YouTube because you'd see how, how well, well she doesn't if, sing live. May, will Tariko and company get the permission this week? I don't know because you know, you know – if Sunday Night Football well, Sunday Night gets football. permission, they will overkill that. Well, Sunday Night Football is also part of the broadcast is, like, for for music heads like myself, like, their their playlist is a thing. Yeah. Like, they, they always do, like, lo, like local-inspired, like, the play the bumper music is a big mm. deal. So, um, I'm amped up for the weekend, Jeffrey. It's Thursday. Um, sport. Football's back. We've got, I mean, this is... We're we're inching closer and closer because this is, I guess, technically this weekend. Well, yeah, tech, this weekend we will cross over into October, which we've agreed 
Sunday. top three sports month on the calendar each year, right? November is better. Top two for me. November might be better. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, October's because yeah, it's, it's probably it's October. Just, it's wall to wall. It's October and then April and then April. Yeah, whatever. The it's that sweet spot of like Final Four, Opening Day, Masters. Like those are the those yeah. are the two. So we're crossing over though into Octo- the October threshold this weekend, and this sports weekend I think is is emblematic of that. Like I'm really looking forward to doing the tasting menu here in a second because. For the first time, I think, Jeffrey, first weekend, something other than football will be on your TV uh, since football started back up three, four weeks ago. Maybe. Maybe? Okay. Maybe. Because we got Ryder Cup, although it's not going to overlap this year. Correct. And then we also got last weekend of uh, Major League Baseball. And there's some there's stuff up for grabs. Yeah, but it, most of it is, so you have the last wild card spot in the NL – and then who gets the wild card and who wins the West in the AL, right? Am I – am I? Because um, only two of the three, Rangers, Astros, Mariners, only two of the three are getting in. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Major League Baseball playoff scenarios. Well, we can get into this in a little bit. But there's a lot going on for the tasting menu. So, And if you've, if you've not joined us on a Thursday before, this is where we determine – what sports are going to be on Jeffrey's four TVs this weekend? And a weekend starts on Thursday in the sports world these days. And it lasts four days. Who do the Rangers? Sometimes five if it's a holiday. What are the what are the who are the who are the Rangers final games? Because the Mariners are a game and a half back. Yeah. Oh, uh, and they all play the Rangers play Seattle. Yeah. And then I guess the Astros probably have to play one of them. So today, tonight, the O's can clinch the AL East. And home field advantage through the ALCS with a win Is tonight. Is the DMV buzzing? Um, I know. Ba- I mean, Baltimore is. It's. I mean, it's been a big. It's been a. It's been a very emotional week. You're going to get. You know, with Brooks Robinson dying well, earlier that, this week. Like the Orioles and then still now do they matter. Can, and now they can clinch. And yeah, the Orioles matter a lot in in Baltimore. Even though their attendance numbers like didn't show, but it's like, yeah, the 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 Astros have Braves Arizona. Can, uh, no, they clinched last night. Braves clinch a home field. Clinch they clinched the number one seed last night. Yeah, but they can clinch through the entire postseason with ah. a win or an Orioles loss. Diamondbacks clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Cubs loss, and the Rangers clinch a playoff berth with a win tonight. So, lots to get to in the tasting menu because we got baseball and golf and football. Um, Two forty or so. Eric Hasseltine will join us. Uh, when we return to air after the weekend on Monday, it'll be Grizzlies Media Day. Yes. So the next time you hear, well, yeah, well, on Monday when you hear from us, we will be at FedEx. And Park. obviously, things heated up. Things heated up with the Damian Lillard trade yesterday. So a lot to get to with Eric Hasseltine, voice of the Memphis Grizzlies on the Grizzlies Radio Network, uh, later this hour, three o'clock or so. We will get into the list. We've got an update from uh, Mike Oresco on the AAC's pursuit of Army. He went on the record about it uh, with Ross Dellinger. Um, also. Uh, Ronald Acuna, uh, it was awesome last night. First forty seventy guy ever. Um, I also saw the worst throw in Major League Baseball history last night, and, and during big, the same game, big big twenty four hours for you. So Kurt Schilling also uh, showed himself getting to back be in a, the mix. Yeah, getting back in the mix. Hey, wanted to make sure if you forgot he's a jerk. Uh, he yeah. wanted to make sure you remembered he's a jerk. 
If you were thinking this would be a positive story, you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> no, sirree. So we'll get to that in the list, and then uh, you know maybe we'll, we'll talk a little Taylor Swift, little NFL. Uh, it, I got Jason close Garrett. Out, there's close out the show. Apparently, there's TikTok videos of Jason Garrett cutting Taylor Swift promos for Sunday Night Football. Oh, yes. Oh boy, good stuff. Um, all right, but it's tasting menu time, Jeffrey. Uh, you excited about this weekend? How are you? Here, here's let's start this up. How are you going to handle this? Is for everyone out there. The Ryder Cup is in Italy, and I think they tee off what at one a.m. I think it's twelve. Uh, they're saying twelve thirty tonight. I don't know. I don't know if the. I presume you're correct that they're not hitting tee shots at twelve thirty. Um, and so, how are you going to handle? You know, you love the Ryder Cup. Are you going to be pulling all nighters the next few nights? Just, and then and then going right into some football. I don't think I can, I don't think I'm built for it because I also you got to remember I have to drive to I have to drive to Nashville tomorrow. I got another Nashville game. Yeah, this, back to back. That's you, our final. But, who who put the schedule together this year? For I'm, I'm fine because it meant no Chattanooga trip. I would okay. always do an extra right. if it. I would do an extra Nashville trip rather than doing the Chattanooga trip. The Chattanooga trip's just hell. Like it's just I can't believe you do it in one night. I, I'm I'm just I'm wired that way, built different. Mm. Um, so I think I'm gonna stay up for first shots, and I might convince my wife. Why don't we do a bottle tonight? And then whenever whenever Josephine wakes up, I go give her the bottle at like oh, well, in the middle, you know, because that way it's it's her first Ryder Cup. Correct. You never uh, forget your first Ryder Cup. They're doing they're doing four ball first, right? I think that's right. Because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they're doing. So the the Europeans absolutely own us in foursomes. For those that are like, well, what's the difference? Alternate shot. Yeah. Four ball is best ball. Just think of it this way: if you're ever confused, four sum means you play some of the time. Mm-hmm. That's that's the easiest way to do it. They own us in that, and so I think what they're doing is. Start off with the four ball where the Americans could build up their confidence, and then when it gets to foursomes, they strike, and they get the crowd later on. Apparently, it is a very drunk environment. Mm. Very, very drunk environment. Well, I don't know. When does Italy get the Ryder Cup? That doesn't happen very often. I think this is the first time ever. Right? Yeah, there you go. So, uh, you've got that late night tonight, starting tonight. But here, here's what I would say, some a piece of advice. Maybe if you can get away with it, Sleep during the prime time. No, no, time. they're starting with foursomes. Okay, so they're trying to start hot. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, so, that's big. Yeah, so you got Ryder Cup. You've also got tonight Packers-Lions on Amazon. Yep. Is your, NFL, is your Thursday night game. Good Thursday night game. I think it's a massive Thursday night game because I think the Vikings more or less have, would you say, I'm not officially saying like they're done, but it does feel like they're dismissing themselves from the division race. And that the, the Packers and the Lions, like, these are the two teams that feel Who, like they're going to be duking it out. Whoever wins this is certainly going to feel like the front runner Correct. for the division. Um, so you got that college slate, not great, pretty stale. Temp, big big AAC battle. Temple at Tulsa, six thirty on ESPN. Uh, you got MTSU. Who sucks less? <laughs> yeah, that's that's like one of you. Whoever loses that could go over in the league. I don't know, man. Uh, this. I, I don't think people, I don't think too. people are paying attention to how bad the the ads have been. The who the ad the the additions? Oh, like UAB's been bad. Charlotte is bad. Rice. FAU FAU like, looks bad. Yeah, and Rice. 
So Rice was frisky with JT Daniels, but then Daniels has gotten hurt. Uh-huh. I hope everyone was sitting down for that. <laughs> I, I know come came as a surprise. No, it's total shock. Yes. Yeah, no way. Really? This time? <laughs> what? No way. Um, I thought the you know I thought the warmer climate would be better mm-hmm. for him. Uh, oh wait, he played in LA. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, and then and Georgia. So six thirty CBS Sports Network. You got MTSU at Western Kentucky, and then seven o'clock on ESPNU. Hey, hey, first off. You put some respect on the 100 miles of hate. And then 7 o'clock. I didn't hear any respect there. <laughs> 7 o'clock on ESPNU. What is that? Uh, what's that point total? Jacksonville State. Oh, hell yeah. At Sam Houston State. Hold on. I want to see something here because I believe. Well, I don't know if he's going to play or not. Grant Gannell has thrown 22 passes for Sam Houston this year, but it appears Keegan Shoemaker is actually has actually won the starting job. They have played three games thus far. Their <laughs> opponents have been BYU, Air Force, and Houston. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many points they have uh, scored combined? Well, I'm just looking at they have not thrown a touchdown pass yet this year. Well, they only that. have one touchdown. Okay, yes. And it looks like, yeah, it's one rushing touchdown. They have 10 points in three games. The point total is 36 and a half. Mark, that's a service academy under. Mm. Like, that's a point total. So are you interested in this because of that novelty? That a Sam Jacksonville, it is FCS ultimately, right? Sam. No, no, no. Oh, no, this, no, no. Is, this is, this is, this is, this is CUSA. Oh, my God. Jack, Jacksonville you know, State at Sam Houston State is a CUSA know, game. First off, do you know who, you know who Jacksonville State's coach is? Who? Your boy, Rich Rod. Oh, yeah. Rich Rod's running the fun and whatever. So we got Rich Rod versus Gannell. Yeah. There's there some go. local flavor. That doesn't – and a 36-point total. <laughs> there you go. So that's your – and then uh, in baseball, you've got uh, – I think the Mariners. The Mariners and Rangers well, is Cubs, Cubs, Cubs uh, Braves is on MLB Network uh, for you if you want that. Well, so. that will be – no, for local, you'll have to watch Bally. It'll be blocked out on MLB oh, Network. Yeah, right. It'll on be Bally's. Bally's. Yeah. Um, so 646 out there for the heroes with DTV. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, Friday, you'll be driving to Nashville. It's actually a pretty good Friday slate. Yeah. The Friday college football slate's pretty good. Six o'clock ESPN. You got Louisville at NC state. Mark, where do dreams go to die? Carter Finley stadium on a weeknight. <laughs> Louisville four and oh against very uninspiring NC State at three and one. It's like a hot ticket. Ticket you get in price fifty bucks for that game. Um, number ten Utah at number nineteen Oregon State eight o'clock FS. God, we got a rank. First, that line is moved. We got a rank first rank game on I Friday thought night. I was getting my beeves under a field goal. Mm, no sirree. Louisiana Tech. By the way, e- that might be the beginning. Pac-12 eating itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can see that. Well, Watch, one of them. Well, but, but I mean, if if Utah wins, that's fine. That means Utah keeps moving on. I'll tell you which way I'm leaning. Lean towards a little Oregon State, man. Leaning towards, it's the Pac-12 rule. Mm. What screws the Pac-12? That's what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, we got Louisiana Tech at UTEP, 8 o'clock. Gross. CBS Sports Network. And then uh, a Big 12 game. Cincinnati at BYU, 9-15 ESPN. I presume that's this, a Big Twelve game now. I, I doesn't really register up, yet. Up, hand up, hand up. Last week, I was sitting there going, "Why is Oklahoma playing at Cincinnati? Like, what? Who <laughs> scheduled that? Like, I was sitting there thinking, like, I was like, oh my god, that's a league game. That's a conference game. That baby. was a league game. 
Yeah. I also think, doesn't this feel like some, starting next year, some variation of like BYU, Arizona, Utah, every Friday night there's going to be a Big 12 9-15 game. Yeah. Like, that feels like that. that's going to be the home and of the Big gonna, 12. When it's going to be the new team. Yes. Like, we're going to a lot of, lot of trips to the bounce house Correct. on Friday night. Oh, yeah. You know, like, stuff like that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so, decent Friday night college football schedule. Um, in Major League Baseball, we've got um, – it's it's Rangers Mariners. I think they have a four game set this weekend. Yeah, you I think got, that's well, first you got, night. Yeah, you got well, you got Cincinnati at St. Louis. It matters for Cincinnati. Um, you've kind got of, aren't they on the out? Don't they Cubs Brewers? As you mentioned, Rangers Seattle. That's not national TV um, until I think Sunday night baseball. I bet, I bet they'll put some of those on plus though. Yeah, maybe. Oh no, so sorry. Saturday night. Rangers Mariners is Fox primetime game. Okay, there we uh, go. Seven o'clock. Um, so, but Friday it is on regional TV. The Friday night game between the no Rangers. no no plus the only plus game is New York Kansas City. <laughs> you do you ESPN. So Friday Friday's probably your best bet at like uh, if you need to. What's the app? No Apple TV. Uh, is it messy is, playing? Isn't that Saturday? I don't see one on the schedule. Is Messi got a game? I don't know. No, I, I think he's not playing this weekend. Messi. Um, like he's out. Okay. Uh, Saturday, Jeffrey. Start heating up. It's an okay, it's an okay slate. So here's the question. Will Ryder Cup be done by the time we get kick we hit kickoff? So I think I think it's been one, and then I want to say the afternoon matches tee off. Because they're going to start Sunday singles at four thirty. They start essentially. They start tomorrow morning, right? That's when they're like they start like, tonight. Tonight, whatever. Yeah. Yes, tonight at the first tee yeah. shot, it's going to either be somewhere between twelve thirty and one. And so, like Saturday morning will be the second day of it. Correct. Yes. The second that will be the second day of like the the duo matches. Gotcha. The two on two, and then Sunday it'll probably be going up until about eleven. So there is there is a scenario here. Where you watch a full day of college football and then you go right into the singles matches, Sunday singles matches, right? Will those start at I mean, like I, one AM? No, no, no. The singles are starting, I think, around around three. Okay. Three AM. All right. So they're all okay. Because it's all it's just twelve matches going. They're not so the reason why it's starting super early is they're playing a morning session and so an if we did session. have like a Colorado, Colorado State scenario, there is a there is a scenario in play where you could watch like twelve hours of college football and well, then just 11 a. Oh, you're right. 15 hours Thank of college you. football, Jeez. and then merge right into the Ryder Cup, which would then merge right into NFL Sunday. Correct. Plus, we've got a London game this week, so it's already going to be an easy merge. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and I'm kind of in on that Toy Story thing. God, I should have slept more. <laughs> really should have slept more. I, should, I don't think my body's prepared for this. This is a big weekend. And we are starting October off with a bang. All right, so let's start with the – so we'll be watching golf up until 11 a.m. Okay. So your 11 a.m. window, we've got number eight USC at Colorado, 11 a.m. on Fox. Number 22 Florida at Kentucky, 11 a.m. ESPN. Clemson at Syracuse, 11 a.m. ABC. 
Um, A&M at Arkansas on SEC Network. Yes, A&M at Arkansas on SEC Network. Cherry's World Game. Penn, we got a we got a split on Big Ten Network. Well, Penn State at Northwestern and Louisiana at Minnesota. I'm pretty sure the Minnesota one is the plus game. Uh, alternate, please. Alternate. Utah State at UConn, 11 a.m. CBS Sports Network. UAB at Tulane, 11 a.m. ESPN two. South Alabama at JMU, 11 a.m. ESPNU. Uh, that's pretty much yeah, that's it for your 11 a.m. window. So. Can you get four on? You can get yeah, four. I USC mean, Colorado's the headliner, right? I know you until gonna, until the game gets out of hand. Like you think it's going to get out of hand I, again? I don't think Colorado's got enough bodies right now to be competitive. Even though USC's defense isn't very good, uh, teams now have finally just said, "Hey, don't let Shador, don't blitz Shador. He'll kill you in the blitz. Drop everybody back. Their offensive line's terrible. You can still get after him." Okay. I mean, it's TV one just because it's also like, I don't know, these 10 a.m. games are kind of fun. But you got to be prepared that that game's going to be over with quickly. Like, you have to be prepared for another Oregon-type game. TV two, I'm interested to see if, like, is Kentucky a threat? Because if you've watched Kentucky's, like, if you've just looked at the box scores for Kentucky, Kentucky looks a lot more impressive. Their their final scores have been a lot more impressive than they've been. And I'm still just not sure what Florida is or isn't. So I'm kind of interested in that. Arkansas AM, it's AM life after Connor Wegman. It's still it's still interesting in that. So that's TV three. And I guess TV four Clemson Syracuse, although Syracuse, despite being four and oh, Mark, like they got everybody hurt. Really? I also think that's a good spot for Clemson to flex. And, well, and it's an easy one. Go, oh, Clemson always yeah, struggles at struggle, the dome. Yeah. You know, yeah. All right, so we're going USC, Colorado. Yep. A and M, Arkansas, Kentucky, Florida. It's whatever. The the two and three are basically the same. And then TV four is Clemson, Syracuse. Yes. So no, no South Alabama, JMU. It is a good game for the Sun Belt, but also like then you, the problem is to put that on. Isn't that on plus? No, it's on the U. Okay, maybe you can flip back. Maybe that's when when call when USC gets up thirty five. Maybe you check in. You check in on the yeah. Sun Belt game. Okay, uh, the two thirty the afternoon window, if you will. Uh, I'm going to include UVA at Boston College one o'clock on the CW. That's our CW game this week. Um, that's a combined one and seven. Yeah, right. That's like if you if UVA doesn't win that game, that might just be the Tech game left for them. <laughs> I. Oh, Vatech. Yeah, I was Vatech. like, I got, I got news for you, buddy. Georgia Tech ain't that bad. No, 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 Virginia Tech. Um, they, there's a decent chance the only ACC win in yeah. the Commonwealth of Virginia this year occurs. Could be whoever wins that game. Occurs whoever when, beats each other. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you've got that at 1 o'clock. Uh, 2.30 on CBS, Georgia at Auburn. <laughs> 2.30 on Fox, uh, Michigan at Nebraska. 2.30 on ABC, Number 24, Kansas, at number three, Texas. 2.30 on Peacock. We got Illinois at Purdue. 2.30. I'm assuming that is a Peacock exclusive. Yes. Yes. There's there's no Peacock slash NBC there. No. 2.30. Hold on. Why is that not 11 a.m. on BTN? I don't know. That's a BTN 11 a.m. special. They they picked Penn State Northwestern over that. I guess they had to get Penn State on there. (laughs) 
<laughs> I guess that's right. Um, you've got Indiana at Maryland, 230 Big Ten Network. Um, you've also got... <laughs> Bowling Green. At- oh no! I thought you were going with Wagner and Rutgers oh, on BTN. Well, that, yeah, the BTN split Wagner yeah, at Rutgers. Mm. Uh, Bowling Green at Georgia Tech, two thirty ACC Network. Houston at Texas Tech, two thirty FS two. Baylor at UCF, two thirty FS one. South Florida at Navy, two thirty CBS Sports Network. Northern Illinois at Toledo, two thirty ESPNU. Missouri at Vanderbilt, 3 o'clock SEC Network. And then, of course, Boise State at Memphis, 3 o'clock ESPN2. Yeah, we also have Hawaii and UNLV, New Mexico and Wyoming. All right, I got to watch that beat down on the Plains. I, I have a legitimate question. Will Auburn score? Uh, let me phrase it. Will Auburn score an offensive touchdown? Is that one you'll, is that one you'll flip? Oh, Will you no. flip from it? No. no. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy every second of that. So Dion, once it's once it's out of reach, you're changing yeah, the channel. I, I don't I am thankful for what Dion is doing. Yes. I am not in this camp of I have to have some referendum on him every single time. I think it's fun. With that being said, like No, I didn't use Dion as Dion. I meant just more in terms of no, not Hugh, he's not Hugh Free. It's not personal with him. It's personal with you. <laughs> so that's getting TV one. Correct. You think that's going to be a beatdown? Correct. Okay. What's TV two? TV two. I think you're gonna. It's gonna be Kansas Texas. Although I got my concerns that Kansas can hang in this one. Mm. If you look at this game, I mean, I, it was like last year. Was, this is exactly what they yeah, did. They were a nice story. It was fun, and then they went up. And ultimately, they were a seven and five team. Right? Yeah. Then, by Which the is way, good for Kansas at Kansas, that's a hell of a good year. Especially, it's really hard for Kansas to be good when Kansas State is good at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, I, I tip my cap to Kansas. This is just one of those spots, though, when they usually go up against the teams that are just physically dominant. Like I think this was like 55-17 last year in Lawrence. But that's TV, too. I guess you got to keep eyes on Nebraska-Michigan, right? Yeah, I think Michigan's going to pound them. I mean, I do, too, but... <sighs> Good God! What is the fourth? And then whenever Memphis comes on, I'll flip. Uh, I'll I'll move Memphis because Memphis is what thirty minutes after three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, three o'clock kick for uh, Memphis Boise State. Okay, uh, Saturday night we have the aforementioned Rangers uh, Mariners game at seven fifteen on Fox. If you're interested in baseball, we've also got. Uh, Weird five o'clock kick on ESPN number thirteen LSU at so they're, they're number splitting. twenty Ole Miss. So rather than doing the six fifteen game, they're moving up. They're moving like it's whatever when RG three whatever game he usually calls. They're moving that up to like five, and then they're going to have the the Mississippi State Alabama game like at eight thirty. Gotcha. Well, so you got that at five o'clock. You've got Iowa State at number fourteen Oklahoma six o'clock FS one. Coastal Carolina at Georgia Southern, 6 o'clock NFL Network. And then 6.30 ABC, number 11 Notre Dame at number 17 Duke. 6.30 on SEC Network, South Carolina at number 21 Tennessee. 6.30 on NBC, Michigan State at Iowa. What did NBC, like who, 
Who negotiated this deal for NBC? The games they get. Well, the for whatever is, they've paid. But I think the problem is the Big Ten backloaded the schedule. Okay. Like, if you think about it, what's been the, the biggest Big Ten game thus far was Ohio State-Notre Dame. Yeah. And that was a Notre Dame, a Notre Dame broadcast. But they backloaded the schedule. And I guess Michigan State-Iowa is sometimes a, you know, like Michigan State. Well, I mean, I don't think you were crate, expecting you, Michigan State, like, coming into crater. this. Yes. Uh, 6.30 ESPNU, Charlotte at SMU. Seven o- How? What? How is that not on plus? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 7 o'clock ACC Network, Pitt at Virginia Tech. 7 o'clock ESPN2, uh, West Virginia at TCU. 7 o'clock CBS Sports Network, By San Diego way, State at Air Force. Quick shout out, Neil Brown. Everyone thought you were dead. Mm-hmm. Three and one start, and the one loss was a respectable loss at Penn State, mm-hmm. in which James Franklin had to run it up to even cover. But I yeah. mean, that was a respectable performance. Yeah, and yeah. now they're sitting here at three and one, and they could, they could, and yeah, they win that. They can win at TCU. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. So what's get? I didn't include the Alabama Mississippi State game. So we'll make that kind of like that's nightcap. The, yeah, that's nightcap. I mean, it's it's Ole Miss LSU. It's the only ranked v, ranked v ranked. Yep. And also, oh, I forgot Oregon at Stanford on but Pac-12. It's Pac-12 network, yeah. so that's a, always a streamer, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's Ole Miss LSU because Ole Miss is in this weird spot where vibes are bad after that Alabama game, like really bad, mm-hmm. and now now they're in like this interesting spot where because Kiffin's so portal heavy. If they lose this game, like things can get sideways with them. And then also from the LSU perspective, if you're going to be a legitimate, you know, if you're going to get back into the national race, like this is a game you should win. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if I trust, I don't know if I trust them to do that. I I don't know either way that it's just kind of a, would this be Kiffin's best win um, at Ole Miss? I know he had some big ones his first year. Well, they beat A&M one year at home, like when A&M came in as a top-10 team, and they ended up like losing again to LSU. He beat them at home. That's still probably his biggest win. That would supersede this. If you... I mean, the problem is, like, in context, like, you don't know. like We don't know exactly how good like that, LSU is. Right, and we don't, like, at the time, he beat top-10 A&M, and I think they ended up being 8-4. and four. Yeah. Now, do I think the LSU team is better than that? Yes. But, I mean, what you are starting to develop the narrative, though, uh, big game Kiffin is falls pretty flat. That's that's developing. Okay, so you've got that on TV one. Does Duke, Duke Notre Dame yeah, get a TV? because I'm also vested in that. Okay, that's TV two. I mean, Tennessee trying to get some revenge on South Carolina interests me. I want to see Tennessee flex. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see at some point the passing game gets going. Because the thing is, Milton has not been bad, but he's just been neutral. Like, he hasn't been value-added, but he also is not, like, I don't feel like he did not play well against Florida, but I did not feel like he was the reason they lost that game. Mm -hmm. Now, if he would have played better, maybe that's a different game. But I still don't feel like he was the reason they lost that game. But at a certain point, like, that offense has got to start flashing, and they're not getting the explosive plays. But that gets a TV, right? South Carolina, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting game. Yeah. All right, what's your, what's your fourth? And also, I know he's paying – I know he is 
paying for his sins of years of being an absolute douche, check out Spencer Rattler. He's playing really good football, and they suck. Like, he's getting killed. He's hanging in there. He's still delivering the football. Like, he's he's moving up some draft boards, dude. What's your, what's your fourth game? Is it that West Virginia TCU game? That's that's the deuce, right? Yeah, we'll Iowa, say that. Iowa State, Oklahoma. No, why would you want to watch that? He, he's got Oklahoma's number, right, Matt Campbell? No, I do not want to watch Iowa State play offense. Um, and then your late games, kind of sparse. It's almost like they want you to go to bed to rest up for the Ryder Cup. You got number twelve Alabama. Well, no, they want you to rest up for since ESPN owns college football. They want you to rest up for that London game. Mm. Number twelve Alabama at Mississippi State, eight o'clock ESPN. And then you've got Washington at Arizona, 9 o'clock Pac-12 network. And then Nevada at number 25 Fresno State, 930 FS1. Why is the Pac-12 game not on FS1? I don't know. Like, watch. This is the Pac-12. Congratulations. Yeah, you got this team. I'm I'm actually intrigued by. Everybody freaking wants to watch. Everyone wants to tune into them. You do you. Like, at least when they put USC on there, you know it's spiteful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Washington now, but like Washington too. didn't leave until Colorado. It's really Colorado yeah. that did it. It's Colorado's fault. Yeah. Um, so that is your Saturday slate. Uh, and then NFL Sunday, it's going to be a long, long day with Ryder Cup. And then. Well, the Lunder. The London game at 830, Atlanta against Jacksonville. And this is the traditional London game. Yes. This is the Jags playing at Wembley. Yes. This is, this is when we close our eyes and we think of. Football in London. Even Atlanta feels like the right exactly. opponent. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. the traditional London game. <laughs> yeah. That's not the search for more money. Um, yeah, so you got Atlanta, Jacksonville. Then your noon window in the NFL. You got uh, the game at, of the year already. Boom, boom! Declared first big game of the season. Miami at Buffalo. You've got Minnesota at Carolina. Denver at Chicago. So some. Two, Some, two of the four aren't are gonna be are not gonna be winless anymore. Again, you can always tie. You forget that. I do, I do forget that. Yeah, someone's some something's gotta give. Um then you got Baltimore at Cleveland, Pittsburgh at Houston, the Rams at Indianapolis, Tampa at New Orleans, the Commanders in Philly, Cincinnati at Tennessee. All right, I'm That's doing your noon window. I'm doing something that I haven't done since Andrew Siciliano left my life. Mm-hmm. I am not putting Red Zone on TV one. Wow. I want to focus up. I want all my attention on Bills, Dolphins. I want sound. Give me Nance. Give me Romo. I assume they're doing that because, yeah, yeah, Fox has the afternoon game. I assume that's the number one crew. I want to focus up on that football game. I'm. This is the most fired up for an NFL game I've been all year. Like that game, I'm I'm yeah, no, it's, I'm it's, ready for. It's uh, legitimately interesting. Hold on, I'm looking up the announcers for. I'm you. nearly certain because Fox has the 325 game, so Nance and Romo will be on that one. I'm nearly certain. Um, yes, you are correct. It is that's n- a man that watches a lot of TV. As Nance I know, and Romo, I, I know how the broadcast schedule All right, works. So what's going on? TVs two, three, and four. So two will be Red Zone. TV three. Okay, so Red Zone's still going to be on. You're just not having it on TV one. Yeah, no, I'm. I don't know if I ever told you the series. I don't actually love watching football on Red Zone because you don't get a feel for the games. 
Mm-hmm. But I also recognize, like, that's how you have to do it. Like, mm-hmm. reds, it's res, Red Zone's a necessary evil. But, like, I don't... I got to say, listening last weekend, driving to St. Louis and listening to the, the radio version of yeah. the college football radio version, it does make you wonder why the heck don't we have a TV version of it yet? Like, because I know they've tried it, and it didn't really work, well, and I don't know why. A, there's not a national... There's... Not games an actual are, TV contract. Correct. Yeah. And so the games are sparse across all networks. They had goal line for a while, ESPN, which which would show but you it that. But didn't, it didn't like, you know, like that. Did, I know they had First that off, and it didn't spark. It was commercial. There was commercials. Like that's the other thing about Red Zone. Mm-hmm. Part, of the, part of the appeal is seven hours of commercial-free football. Thank you, Scott Hansen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kamish. Like that's part of it. They would just break like, all right, we're going into commercial break. It's like, wait a minute, what? No. Like, that's mm. not how this works. Mm. Uh, but I, it's the main reason is the games are spread across all the networks, and there's not a national de- there's not a national deal. Conferences make their own deals. Okay. All right. We could be having Jameis' first start in years. Mm. <laughs> Jameis V. Baker? You tell me that doesn't at least get you going a little bit? Is that, that's really what's going to get TV3? I guess it's 2-1 two, two versus 2-1. Just a little bit, Jameis v. B. Baker? That's two Heisman Trophy winners. Are you not interested in Baltimore? That's Cleveland? two number one picks. Baltimore, Cleveland. That's probably getting a TV. Yeah. Okay. That'll be two. That'll be three. You mean two's red zone? Yeah. Three, and then what's TV four? Is it Tampa, New Orleans? Do you not? Not Commanders, Eagles, uh, Bengals, Titans. I gotta see if Jameis is starting. That gets a TV. Okay. It's so funny to me how somehow. Jameis, despite, like, I can't think of someone that, like, I was more, dis- like, despised more in college and just was disgusted by. Mark, he's now somehow become an underdog. And, like, I'm rooting for him. Like, he got in there last week. It's like, go, Jameis, go. Go, Jameis, go. <laughs> like, do it, buddy. Do it. Uh, and this stupid idiot kicker got liquored up and couldn't hit the field goal. Oh, my God. Uh, then right, the, the 3 o'clock window, they, they – the NFL did not listen to you. Nope. Uh, um, Shocking. Kind of a dud here. We got. Hey, fans first. Raiders at Chargers. We've got Patriots at Cowboys. And then we've got Arizona at San Francisco. I mean, that's that's mow the lawn. Maybe Patriots Dallas. I mean, Patriots Dallas. Dallas only just because, like, all right, well, if the Pats fall to one and three, like, are, can they climb back into this? And then can the Cowboys get off the mat? Was that just an injury, an injury kind of fluke loss last week, or was that emblematic of something else? Because Arizona thus far has shown to have a pretty good defense and they can control the ball. Well, that's exactly what New England wants to do, except they're doing it with better players. By the way, baseball, not even really bothering trying to compete with the NFL. Well, they have Fox. Like Fox has the deal. Why is Fox going to compete with itself? Yeah, they well, they could have put like they could have put this Rangers Seattle game on Sunday night baseball if they wanted to. But there, there's no night games. I don't, you don't want to piss off the commish. No night games on Sunday, except the Texas-Seattle game is on ESPN Plus, uh, 2 o'clock first pitch uh, in baseball. Every It looks like everyone in baseball is starting at the same time on Sunday. 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock first pitch is everywhere. doesn't matter what time zone you're in. And then we have Taylor Swift saving Sunday night football. Yeah, Sunday night football, you got Jets, Chiefs. And then Monday night, we've got Giants uh, hosting the Seahawks. So, um, Manning Cast is back at least. I think with the golf, 
it's going to be a great sports weekend. Great sports weekend, but it's going to be a long but it's just sports be- weekend. It's just the beginning of October. There's better weekends ahead. Even like yeah, the, no, but this the is best gr- sports weekends but to your of point, the year. This is a great ahead. appetizer. Yes, this is to get this you is ready, get, get our wind yeah, up, get, and you got to get got to get back in game shape. Exactly. Exactly. All right, when we come back, let's talk to Eric Hasseltine. Speaking of getting back in game shape, Grizzlies are in training camp starting next week. Media days Monday. We'll talk to Eric about the biggest storylines heading into the Grizzlies preseason. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm ESPN. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Eric Hasseltine is Memphis Grizzlies radio play-by-play announcer. Kind enough to join us each and every Thursday on the program. Eric, hat tip to you. You said on this very program... The idea of Dame Lillard going to Miami is not a slam dunk, and you would not bet on that. Did you have Milwaukee on your bingo card, though? Uh, I did not, because I really thought they liked uh, what Drew Holiday brought to the table defensively with that group, but um, it is a new coach, and so um, this is one of those things where you've got to, you know, you, you got to take that into account if the system's going to change. And it's not going to be the same type of offense that Mike Budenholzer ran, which really kind of focalizes defense and three-point shooting. Um, Certainly, Dame Willard brings three-point shooting. I don't know about the defensive part, but uh, it's why I think they're willing to part with Grayson Allen. It's why I think they're willing to part with Drew Holiday. Um, You know, for Portland, they get DeAndre Ayton. For Phoenix, I think they get a better option for their group at center with Yusuf Nurkic. If Nurkic is healthy, he's a monster, man. I mean, he is always, when he went healthy, given the Grizzlies fits, whether it was Valanciunas, even Marcus Gasol would say that, you know, aside from the rookie year where it's still one of my favorite stories, 
uh, you know, when he was with Denver, former Grizzly Darrell Arthur was just gassing him up on the bench, going, you know, he thinks he thinks he's the defensive player. He's like, he doesn't respect you. And Nurkic came out and just gave Gasol the business at like age 21 and was talking the whole time. And afterwards, very few times did Mark look like he was angry or like he he wanted a piece of somebody. He looked like it that night, and I was like, "You all right?" He goes, "Oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that one back. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back that one. I wait till he comes to Memphis." And needless to say, uh, when Denver visited Memphis, Nurkic uh, was taught a lesson or two about uh, why you don't poke the bear, so to speak. So uh, I think it's a great move for Phoenix. Uh, and really for those involved, getting multiple draft picks is what you have to do if you're Portland. But, I mean, look, Dave, I think Shaden Sharp's got a chance to be really good. Uh, obviously, we'll see about Scoot Henderson. They now added DeAndre Ayton, so you've got three young guys to build around. You know the West is a gauntlet. Even with Damian Lillard, they're not a playoff team. So let him go finish it out somewhere else after all he's in that organization because he could have left multiple times. Obviously, it behooved him to stay because he had the super match. But, um, yeah, I just – the Miami thing just never seemed to hold water for me because I didn't – I didn't see draft picks, per se, or two in a Kyle Lowry contract or unless they were going to give up Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo – which they were not, and, you know, Tyler Hero can move the needle a little bit, but Duncan Robinson's contract doesn't move that needle. Kyle Lowry's contract doesn't move that needle, and that's where you had to go with that. So, yeah, just to me, I just it was hard for me to get behind that one looking at it on paper, I, I, but I can do that a lot, and then somehow teams pull rabbits out of the hat where they get a, a third team involved like happened here, and what you look at as a two-way deal, you always have to take into that third-team account. And I, to be honest with you, I don't always do the best job of that. I look straight up usually. Well, and if you're to believe the reports, it sounds like Damian Lillard's agent helped facilitate this and that he kind of saw, you know what, like whether it's because Miami's offer isn't good enough or the Trailblazers were like, screw you, like we're not just going to deal you to where you want to go for, you know, for what we don't think right, is a fair yeah. deal, whatever it was, it sounds like Damian Lillard's agent went to the Brooklyn Nets and went to the Milwaukee Bucks and said, "Hey, if you guys get involved, Dame would be okay playing for you." Yeah, like it, that's yeah. what that's what the reporting seems to suggest. And so he kind of greased the wheels for this. And then when Portland saw, you know, because I think Portland looks at this like they're gonna they're gonna trade Drew Holiday, so they're gonna get more out of this deal than what they've already right. gotten. I think whether it's yeah, now or at the so. deadline, like they're gonna trade Drew Holiday. No, you got to get rid of him because he's not. He's not going to. You, you got to play Scoot. You got to let these guys get minutes. It's what the Grizzlies did when they acquired John Morant. Scoot Henderson is your guy. Scoot Henderson's your guy. Uh, and then Drew Holiday has trade value. He does. He's a ter- terrific defensive. Miami guard might. Miami wants him. Maybe it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's great. And now, now Portland can ship him to Miami for draft picks or a, a Duncan Robinson contract and buy that out. I mean, Duncan Robinson in, in Portland wouldn't be a bad fit. I mean, it'd be a guy that could shoot the basketball. And I don't know what Drew's contract is compared to Duncan Robinson's. I don't know what Miami can absorb. I'd, I'd have to look at those numbers. But, yeah, this is this is where you go with that. And you don't 
look, you get the best deal going. And here's the thing. It's crazy that you say Brooklyn, but it makes sense because it's been proven people will go play in Brooklyn. People will, you know, even if they don't have a roster right now that looks like it's built for winning, per se, they will they'll go get guys. Guys will go there, and they do have bridges. And they, but they've had they they went from you know nothing, and I mean a roster full of nothing, to all of a sudden they were a favorite. They went and got Tyree. They went and got KD. They went and got guys that said, "Yeah, I'll go play there." I, I don't know as much about you know why people don't want to go to the Knicks. Possibly ownership, possibly just uh, ridiculous amounts of pressure from yeah. Nick fan for high expectations and low rewards. I mean, look, the thing with the Knicks on that note, it, it always baffles me. We call the Knicks a bell cow franchise, which they are, but it's sure that game based on success. It's not based on championships. You look up in those banners, and those those banners are sorely lacking compared to what the stigma of the New York Knicks can be now. I have a tremendous amount of respect for that organization in terms of, you know, the the way they have to go about their day-to-day business in that city. But you can get all the glitz and glamour in New York and half the pressure by playing for the Nets. So that makes complete sense when you break it down. So that, that to me, is not surprising that he went, that the, the agent did that. Because, look, we've seen this in baseball. If you go all the way back to the Ken Griffey trade, he's leaving Seattle. He straight up says, I, I want to go to Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati was in the bidding. Then Cincinnati hears, I only want to go to Cincinnati. And they go, well, let's pull a couple of those guys off the board and throw in a couple of these guys that are just middle of the line. Guys like Brett Tomko, who he was a, he's a major league pitcher. He was a rotation guy. Awesome pitcher when you break it down, but awesome in the major leagues. Not Ken Griffey Jr. awesome. And that kind of held the – the Mariners over the barrel. They, they did not get fair market value for, at the time, one of the best players in the game because he publicly said, that is where I want to go. And so the Reds are like, hey, your dude wants to come here. We're not, we're not mortgaging our future to get him, or we're not going to send you all of our top prospects because he wants to be here. And if he wants to be here, we're just going to go get him in a year or two. So you might as well take what we're offering or get nothing in return because this is where he's coming. And I applaud Dame Lillard's agent if this is the, the, the act, what actually went down for him going and saying, hey, look, man, you got a chance to go play with Giannis and a team that can win right now. And they can win a lot right now. That East, with Marcus Smart leaving Boston, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Philly's got issues, obviously, with, the, you know, with all the things that have gone on off the court with the Harden deal. You, you've got some talented teams, but there's by no – but without a doubt, Milwaukee is one of the top dogs in the East. And now you go from being maybe we can play our way into the play-in tournament if, we're, if we really develop some of these young guys in Portland to I'm going to probably be a top three seed in the East, and I got a chance with this guy who just is, does ridiculous things on the basketball court to feed off of that. You got to collapse when he has the ball in his hands. I'm going to get a ton of open threes like other guys do. Chris Middleton's there as well. You got guys that can chuck it up. You got a good rim protector in Brooke Lopez. This is a team that's that's built to try to make a run at a championship. And I think that's the, the final check mark for Damian Lillard is try to put that ring on his finger and, and Milwaukee, in all honesty in the East, may give him his best chance of doing that. Maybe Boston would, but they would have to give up quite a bit to get him. Milwaukee gets out of this by giving up the point guard, they upgrade there and you give up Grayson Allen and a bunch of picks. That's a hell of a deal for the Bucks. 
it's a great situation for Portland. And I think, you know, even Phoenix comes out in this, they get away from Aiton and the problems supposedly in the locker room and they get a guy in Yusuf Nurkic who's a better passer, better rebounder, bigger physical presence in the middle. I think when you break it down, this, this trade worked for everybody. Interesting. Well, Eric, let's talk a little Grizzlies because we are just a few days from the start of the preseason, or I guess training camp, uh, leading into the preseason. Media day is Monday. And I asked, I was talking to Jeffrey about this during the break. I, I wanted to hear your thought. What is your favorite storyline heading into media day? What are you most interested in, in hearing about, finding out about, whatever, whatever the case may be on media day? Steven Adams' knee. Yeah. I mean, 100%. If Steven Adams is ready to go, you take a massive step back towards who you were. You know you know, Des Bain is ready to go. You know he's – Desmond Bain, I saw him at the Redbirds game and had a chance to chat with him. And, and you know, look, I've, I've loved this dude from the day I met him uh, over the phone, basically, because he came COVID year, so I never really got a chance to shake his hand. Then – when I got a chance to meet him at training camp the next year, I said, hey, I'm the radio guy. I was up there. Oh, man, great to meet you. Always had a great relationship with him. So seeing him, just walked up. He was uh, with our friends over there at Ghost River who sponsored Grizz Day. Uh, and, and I said, hey, man, you, you deserve it. You earned it. Like You, you, do, th- you do something in this league that, that is incredibly valuable. Super happy for you. By no stretch of imagination do I think this turns into a situation which happens a lot with guys where they – try to live up to the contract they got where they try and go, Hey, I just got paid an enormous amount of money. I have to try and prove to everybody. I deserve it. You don't have to prove it to anybody. I think he is smart enough to realize the only people you had to prove it to you've proven it to, because they put them, they put the number on the paper and you put your name on the paper and now we're good to go. So I'm looking, you know, that's not something I'm looking forward to. We know Jaron will be ready to go. We know, you know, Jaw's not going to be there for the first 25 regular season games. How does Marcus, how do Marcus Smart and, and Derek Rose fit in? Cool. What's the development of Jake LaRavia and, and David Roddy? And can Zaire Williams get back to Zaire Williams year one and game one of preseason last year where, like I've told you guys, he was the best player on the court that night. Neither the Bucks nor the Grizzlies played their starters. Zaire Williams was Anything and everything he wanted, I think he had like 14 or 16 points in 21 minutes. It was efficient. He looked good. He looked confident. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 